Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Irish Sports Talk. Hello, this is Irish Sports Talk. I'm Randall, and joining me today is A.J. Black, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit Notre Dame, Boston College, and the upcoming game. So, A.J., why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do, your website. Sure. Uh, So, again, my name is A.J. Black. I write for BC Interruption, uh, the Boston College uh, community on SB Nation. You can find us at bcinterruption.com. Follow us on Twitter at bcinterruption. You can follow me on Twitter as well at BC Hysteria. I've written, I'm the football editor at uh, BC Interruption. I've written for about six years for them. Um, you know, Boston College has always been a passion of mine. I've, I went to school there. I worked there for a while. I've been a season ticket holder for 10 years. Um, so it's, it's been something that I've always really been interested in. Even living in a a pro sports town where Boston College is like 10th fiddle compared to, you know, the Celtics and Patriots and even the Revolution were way below all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it seems like whenever Notre Dame plays Boston College, it ends up, you know, it doesn't matter where the teams are ranked or unranked or whatever. It's always seems to be a close game yep. um, back and forth. And uh, so it makes for a good game. So just tell us a little bit about the team, um, how they're looking right now, and kind of what to expect from them this Saturday. Yeah, um, so Boston College is in an interesting spot. Um, after last season, Boston College went 7-6 and six in 2016, um, which was a nice rebound after going 3-9 and nine the year before. Um, they had they ended the year with a nice bowl win over Maryland, which was um, definitely a positive sign. Um, but going into the off season, head coach Steve Adazio and uh, offensive coordinator Scott Loeffler, who came from Florida and Virginia Tech, um, they decided to really kind of revamp the offense for BC. If you've been following Boston College, and I apologize if you have, their offense is brutally <laughs> difficult to watch. Uh, for the last three years, they've been in the 120s in terms of yards per game and points per game. Um, they're just really, really struggling. So. The, two, the head coach and the offensive coordinator decided that they were going to go sit down and really adjust the offense and move it more towards tempo, like an up-tempo, more modern-style offense instead of the slow-plotting, uh, you know, run-the-ball-down-your-throat style. And they've done that the first two games. Um, what the interesting thing with the offense is 
the – I mean, if, you, if we had talked in the summer, I would have told you our quarterback was going to be Darius Wade, who is now considered a graduate student. Um, he hadn't really started. He played a couple years ago but broke his leg. Um, missed last, uh, didn't start at all last year because we had Patrick Tolles come in as a transfer from Kentucky. He seemed like the, the presumptive favorite to win that starting role. He ended up losing the role in camp to a redshirt freshman, Anthony Brown, uh, who has been the quarterback the last two games. Um, so we've seen a difference in style in offense. They came out looking strong against Northern Illinois in the first uh, first game of the year. Um, much more, qu- they ran 92 plays, which as a BC fan you never see. Wow. <laughs> Not all of it very effective, but they still moved the ball. And, uh, they beat uh, Northern Illinois on basically some field goals at the end of the game. And then last week uh, it all came crashing back down to earth as BC got absolutely spanked by Wake Forest. Um, in a game that really, really um, kind of um, put a damper on the season already, especially with BC going into playing Wake Forest. I mean, not playing Notre Dame, playing Clemson, Louisville, and Virginia Tech in the next, like, five weeks. So uh, wow. that's that's where we're at now. Uh, the offense looked like complete crap last week. Uh, they had four turnovers, all, with, um, all on the wrong side of the field. Uh, two of them were for pick six. Uh, another one was a fumble on the 20. Um, basically, mistakes killed him. It just killed him. They couldn't do anything. Um, yeah. Brown, Brown was benched by the fourth quarter, and Wade was put back in. Um, I was long gone at that point. I, I, I was like, I got out of here. Um, <laughs> but um, that's where we're at, and I think fans are wondering what the what's going to happen this week because obviously Notre Dame is not Wake Forest, and if BC puts out another turd like they did last week, they're in for a long night. Yeah, it, it actually kind of sounds like um, Notre Dame right now. You know, they had a really good win over Temple, lots yep. of rushing yards, and then everything kind of came crashing down against Georgia. And fans are um, – this has got to be a good game for Notre Dame, at least look good for Notre Dame yep. to kind of um, calm down the fans. But you mentioned the quarterback, you know, Brown got benched in the end of the quarter. Is it – I've seen a report that he's going to start again this game. Yeah, Anthony Brown. Uh, Adazio is very clear that Anthony Brown will be the starter again, and he should be. He um, he's just based off of what I saw. Um, you know, they had both the quarterbacks running the same offense um, and against Wake Forest, and Brown, even as raw as he is, and he's raw. He's a redshirt freshman. He makes mistakes. Um, he's definitely got a much higher ceiling than Wade. Um, he's got a he's got a cannon for an arm. He's um, you know, he, he's throwing it downfield, which BC is not known to do. Um, okay. And I think that's a big thing. He's got some good wide receivers. He's going to start. Um, and I think it's all eyes are going to be on how he adjusts to the bad game that he had against Wake Forest. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned they have good wide receivers. How is the rest of the offense looking, the running backs, offensive line? Well, yeah, I think – so I – I would say BC has, in terms of weapons, some of the more talented, like, stable of weapons I've seen in a long time at BC. However, the the big caveat with that is that the offensive line is playing terrible right now. They lost their center, uh, John Baker, who was a Remington finalist, you know, on the watch list this year. Um, He's a four-year starter. Uh, he broke his leg in the first game, or uh, okay. uh, no, ACL, sorry, knee issue. So he's gone. The backup center uh, has an upper body injury, so he's questionable. 
And so they've been putting a freshman in there. So that whole position has been a mess. There's been already in two games two snaps that have gone over the quarterback's head for like 30-yard losses on both of them. So, oh, wow. So the center's been a major issue, and it's not just that on the offensive line. They brought in a uh, transfer student, a uh, graduate transfer student from West Virginia, Marcel Lazard. He looked terrible. Uh, and then the guys that they supposedly have, have developed, uh, Aaron Montero and Chris Lindstrom, they've been inconsistent as well. So they're living and dying by their offensive line. They can't get anything going in terms of a run game. And some of that has to do with defenses not respecting the pass at all. But still, they, they should be able to run the ball better than they have. And so that's been an issue. And, you know, with the offensive line struggling, the, the quarterback has been running for his life on many of his passes too. So with wide receivers out there, it doesn't help if they're, you know, if, if he's rushing and, and, and not doing his, the, the normal progressions you'd expect from a quarterback. So I think that's right. been a major problem, and it's, I just actually wrote about it on BC Interruption today, that my biggest concern is – my biggest concern with Daz, uh, Steve Dazio, is not only his play calling, but he's supposed to be an offensive line coach, and this is the fourth or fifth year in a row that we've had subpar offensive lines, and that's inexcusable. So I worry about that because I watched the Notre Dame-Georgia game. I watched the whole thing. And I know okay. how I saw how aggressive and, and, and good Notre Dame's defensive line can be, um, yeah. and I worry that as a BC fan that that offensive line is going to get gobbled up. Yeah. Well, it definitely Notre Dame's defensive line was going into the season one of the big question marks of can they produce, but they've definitely been a surprise and been playing very well. So that'll be an interesting matchup to watch. So. Switching over to the defensive side of the ball, um, I guess your number one player on that side is Harold Landry, the defensive end. Um, just tell us a little bit about him and the rest of the defense. Yeah, absolutely. So Harold Landry is uh, definitely the player that Notre Dame fans are going to want to watch the most. Uh, last year, he was a junior, um, and it was expected. Many fans just expected he was going to go to the NFL draft because he was projected on most uh, you know, mock drafts to be a first-round draft pick. Um, wow. But he decided to come back. He said he had unfinished business at BC and he wanted to come back. Um, and so expectations for him is really, really high. He was all um, all preseason team, all 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 American. He's got all you know. He's got all the awards. And what really has worried me in the first couple couple games is he's been kind of invisible for a guy that I expected. He's a He's a pass-rushing machine. He led the country in, in sacks last year. He's nothing to start. Okay. And we, as fans have noticed, Adazio has this weird play count thing going on with him where he's benching him a lot. And I have no idea why. Adazio just keeps saying, you know, uh, we're doing situational football and that's the way we're doing. But the, I, I, we, specifically we saw it against NIU where they'd show it on TV, Landry on the bench, and the defense would get gashed. So I don't know what they're doing with him. I can't figure it out. I don't know if it's an injury or they're just trying to protect him or if it's scheme. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but they are not playing to the level that they should be. And, you know, if you guys, if Notre Dame fans, um, I don't know to sound really negative because this is kind of where I'm at with the team right now. <laughs> they got gassed by NIU, and NIU's quarterback was garbage. No offense to the kid, but he just was not very good, and they had no excuse to let up some of the runs they did. They were all out of place on a lot of the option thing, which worries me against Brandon Wimbush. I just, 
I saw what yeah. he can do, and I know he's much better than what we saw against NIU, and I know BC's going to struggle against a mobile quarterback. But if, you, if you're just looking at stats, remember, the Notre Dame fan, when you look at the stats, the stats are, are uh, deceiving, and Adazio said it, and I was going to – it made my blood boil when he was saying, oh, yeah, we, uh, we had the same stats last week as Wake Forest. You know, all the stats were very similar. Well, you know what, Adazio, it's because five drives and saw BC side of the ball for them. They didn't have to run down the field. They were starting in like deep in deep zones and things like that. So yeah. that's a load of crap. Yeah, I, defense has been real bad. Um, okay. So they made plays here and there. They did. Uh, they had a nice block kick to end the game against NIU, but they're not living up to the potential that they had. And these are not. Like, if you guys remember back to the Fenway Park game a couple years ago, uh, yeah. Don Brown, our defensive coordinator, Don Brown, he's in, he's in Michigan now. They they gobbled him up after, after that season. And I, I'm sorry, the guy that they read who was a linebacker coach at Iowa, he's not the same type of defensive coordinator. And it's starting to show. Okay. Well, that is interesting because, you know, we also expect BC to have a good – defense, I mean, they have been, and uh, kind of expect the same this year. Yep. With with Landry, you know, when he is in there, do they move him around quite a bit, or not necessarily? Yeah, yeah they have been. You know, they, they have him on different, you know, weak side, strong side. You see him moving around a lot. Um, okay. And he, he had um, um, he had a play last week. I, don't, I think he just deflected a pass. But what you'll notice with him um, he's strong, you know, he's a good, good strength for a defensive end, but his agility is what's crazy. And I think that's what's going to make NFL scouts go crazy, crazy for him is he bends. Like when an offensive line pushes him, he can bend around them and get to the quarterback really quick. And it's kind of fun to watch. Um, we didn't have it on the site this week, but there was a play last week. If you get a chance to, to Google it, um, to see what he's able and what's capable of doing. Um, it's pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's definitely somebody I'll be watching for on the defense. How does the rest of the defense, I mean, are there players to watch for I mean, in the secondary? Yeah. Um, so, Adazio has been really high on the secondary. Um, and and I, I think some of the, the positives that he brings up definitely are um, – he's right. Uh, you know, this is the fastest BC secondary that I think I've ever seen. He, he recruits speed. In the secondary position, I think that's good because we we for years have not had like you know quick secondary guys in the especially at cornerback. Um, so yeah. there's been a couple guys, Lucas Dennis and Isaac Yidem are both cornerbacks, and I think they're really solid. Um, linebackers, you got to look at you got to look at Kostrahan. Um He's a, um, he's probably one of the stronger linebackers to have in a little while. Um, I like his play a lot. They switched them into the middle this year, um, which he had a little bit of a different period. Um, so he's not been as effective as him in years past, but he's a smart kid, and he picks things up quick. So I wouldn't be surprised if he starts to really make a play soon. Um, Finally, um, the other defensive end, and I, I've really been impressed uh, in years past with his play. He started off position because we actually haven't seen that much from him. Nobody's stepped up. I mean, 
the first game they didn't need to pass the ball because they had so much success running. And then uh, the last week in Georgia, they just couldn't do anything on offense. Yeah. And so it, there's a lot of questions at the receiver position um, for Notre Dame. So that'll it'll definitely be a good matchup. And we're kind of waiting for that second guy to step up and help out EQ. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's at Boston College this week. It's Notre Dame's first road game. Um, yeah, it seems like it's always a good it's a good game. Do you have a prediction on what's going to happen in the game? So it's funny. If you're a Notre Dame fan and you're making the trip, just know that this is going to be the second game where beer is actually on sale at Alumni Stadium. You can actually get a, a beer at the game now. Uh, oh, they started, wow. They started alcohol sales this year with our new AD, um, and I went last week. Just be prepared. Um, I don't know. They, they're probably going to adjust it because they, they did it pretty much on the fly last week. I was actually in line during halftime for over a half hour for a beer. But um, oh, wow. still, it's a nice nice thing if you're visiting to get you're in that if you're into a nice cold brew on a fall afternoon. Yeah. Um, so predictions. Um, so I've done a bunch of interviews uh, to talk about Boston College this year. And it's kind of funny. I put I myself as what you get. Some days I'm pretty high. The other days I'm pretty low. If you've been listening to the interview, you've been listening to this interview, it's pretty clear that I'm pretty low on the team right now. I'm a little worried about where this is going. Um, I, I did an interview with an and you can follow me and get my really jaded and uh, negative tweet, 
tweets at B, at BC Hysteria. Um, I'll be at the game on Saturday, and I'll be tweeting live from there. So if you want to see me uh, lose my cool if BC falls apart, you can follow <laughs> me at BC Hysteria. Okay, very good. Well, yeah, thanks for joining us, and uh, have fun at the game Saturday. All right, thanks. Take care. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.